Welcome all to a new episode, the second episode of Tipsy Twigs. Let's crack open a cold one with your favorite benders. Today we're starting off our episode with the NHL skills competition and the uh, and the All-Star Games. I know you have more to talk about here, so I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I, that's the one thing I watched the event of I didn't really get to watch I watched a bit of the all-star games um, but I was with my girlfriend so I wasn't able to watch it as much as I would have liked um, I got the highlights at the end I saw that the the Metro won the all-star game <laughs> not that it matters at all because <laughs> as you can like when you we'll, we'll get to this later but you can definitely see the players just skills competition it was not a lot of like there's some of it that was like they're doing a, they're trying a little too hard with it it's like a little too gimmicky you know yeah like the tyler Seegers thing where he was blindfolded and he had the, the puck on his stick like off the ice and was like whipping the stick back and forth and then you know managed to get it past the the goalie like that's you know that's a little bit more gimmicky. Obviously, he wasn't fully blindfolded. There's no way. Uh, but yeah, because he stick handled the puck before he even went down. <laughs> like he looked down at the puck, stick handles, and then went. Yeah, yeah. Still entertaining, but yeah, I don't know. It was. And then the one that they ended up winning was because John Ham gave a 19 to Petrangelo. <laughs> So it's like it wasn't a real win. It was really Zegers who actually pulled off this insane move, which is like the whole gimmick around it is like, all right, yeah, it was a bit, you know, obviously it wasn't blindfolded and everything. I feel like that would be probably be a bit dangerous to blindfold someone and have them skate. But the goal itself was pretty amazing. Uh, the fact that he was able to just like casually get in on his stick and then just wave his stick around and then <laughs> without it like even touching the ground is insane. But... Um, and then Jack Hughes, it was like, he didn't really do anything. He just had, you know, he waved his stick around a box and then a little kid popped out. <laughs> but it was kind of funny, the stick celebration where he threw the stick into the crowd. But, uh, yeah, I mean, apart from that, apart from like the Zegers one, there wasn't, I wouldn't say there was all like too much, like in past years, like there wasn't too much skills wise. I'd say, I mean, maybe I'm a bit biased with this, but I'd say one of the best skills of the of that whole skills competition was Chris Kyrou with the Kucherov. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but like they're doing the goal, like whatever the shootout challenge, the goalie one, um, where the goalie tapped them. Like they they paired the goalies up, which is like a bit weird, like different this time, where they had like the Atlantic goalies as a team and then they had metro goalies and so on and so forth and they had them as a team trying to rack up like the biggest um you know score streak like save streak um the atlantic one actually it was campbell from toronto and uh vasilevsky obviously from they had the players from the like same conference but like the other the other division so like the metro like the skaters went up against uh atlantic goalies and then you know Pacific and um, Central. So, yeah, it was it was interesting. Although I I do like like I like the team aspect was fine, but like you're kind of 
it's not really like showing like you're not getting a streak like the individual goalie isn't getting the streak like they have in the past like you have to like rely on like if you if your other guys like just either like the shots going against them are not just, as good as you <laughs> yeah or like the guy's just not as good as you uh you know <laughs> like you're not gonna you're gonna you're not gonna win it or some guy's gonna carry you in a way yeah um, yeah. I don't know. That one was that one was fine. Uh, it was like it was entertaining because I feel like there was a bit more skills and involved with like the players going to shoot than the skills competition. The skills competition was like that not skills competition, but like the shooting, uh, the shootout competition was a bit more towards the gimmicks rather than like the actual skills. Apart from Trevor Zegers, um, um, I think it was. Kaprizov and there's the guy from Chicago that got in. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but yeah, I, I can see his face. Yeah, uh, I'm have to look it up. Yeah, look it up. I don't, I don't know why I'm forgetting him, but like they were a bit more skills-wise, but um, it's definitely more so the the gimmicks this time around for them like in the past like it was like gimmicks but then it was also skills and they tried to like they kind of tried to go back to that but ended up turning more into fully on the gimmicks and less apart from obviously Zekers but less on the skills um which I mean I the gimmicks like they're I feel like they'd be more entertaining if you were there I feel like it didn't play too well to TV um, like I feel like, like it was still entertaining and kind of funny, but I feel like that aspect you might enjoy more if you're actually at the All Star weekend. Was it Alex DeBrinket? De yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Caprizos did uh, the Ovi tribute, and then I think all the Vegas fans booed him. <laughs> I saw a video of yeah of, of Wilson. Oh um, yeah, they don't. And I think he was miked, and how he was like, he's like, I'm glad we're not being introduced one uh, one at a time because I'll definitely get booed. And then the video cuts to them going one at a time, and Tom Wilson comes up, yeah. and half the crowd is cheering, half the crowd's booing. <laughs> you can just see it in his face; he looks like a, like a sad puppy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah someone like I've seen it, like on like, Instagram, I, like the comments are just like he he say. Like, one guy just comments, like, he's in their head. He's, like, rent-free. And then the comments underneath yeah, it, it's just, yeah. like, it's, it's done. Everybody just goes back and forth. And yeah. I, You know, everybody has their opinion. I, I don't agree with the way he plays, and I don't agree with his anger problems yeah. that he most definitely does have, since he admits at seeing red when he gets angry. That's not good. Yeah. But I will admit, he do, he does seem like a pretty genuine guy off the ice. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure a lot of these guys. From like what I've like witnessed. Similar to Marshan, where it's like, if he's not on your team, you're not going Marsh, to hate him. Marshan fucking, yeah, exactly, but Marshan fucking chirps everybody. It's hilarious. Have you ever seen his, like, Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picks fights <laughs> with everyone. All of the chirps um, he makes? Oh, it's fantastic. I love it, honestly. Even if he wasn't on my team. I would love it. Oh, it's yeah, I hilarious. like it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I think him off the ice is funny, and he seems like... I mean, a lot of these guys seem 
quite genuine and seem like nice guys. It's just like, you know, if they're not on your team or if they're agitators like Marshand and uh, uh, Wilson, then, you know, obviously you're going to hate them uh, when they play. Yeah, against. I know. We're getting a second agitator. Freddy, Trent yeah. Frederick. He's, he's becoming another one. Except that this time he actually has, like, the, the, um, the height to do so. You know, Marshand's smaller than... Yeah. But Freddie, I think he's like 6'2". Yeah. <laughs> he just gets under everybody's skin, this kid. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, and then... Oh, wait, and then there was also... I don't know if, how much... How much did you watch of it? I didn't get to watch a lot. Um, I did watch McDavid get um, thrown off his, his mantle oh, yeah. for uh, the speed, speed portion. By uh, what was his name? Uh, Kai Kairu. Oh, um. Is that who it was? Uh, guy Wasn't from the Who's who was fast? Oh, am I thinking of somebody else? Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm all over the place. Yeah, the guy from the Blues. I forget his name. I think he's a rookie. Maybe not a rookie, but he's. This is like his first breakout year, kind of. Um. Jordan. Kairu. Yeah, I think it's Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie yeah. like what I'm talking about. Um, let's just, I'm going to double check real. Yeah. I'm going to double check on that one. Um, yep, yep. Kyrie. Yeah. He upsets McDavid as the fastest skater. Yeah, McDavid came in slower. I think a lot of the guys are kind of slower than everyone expected. Like, I don't remember yeah, what the times the were bad. last year, but I remember them, like, the times being faster than what they were this time. Yep, Jordan Cairo from the Blues. With a time of 13.55 seconds. Yeah. We still have a lot faster than I could ever do, but... Which is something, like, whenever we go skating again, we definitely should try that. <laughs> I just want to see how... <laughs> I, I, would, I would try to go so hard that I would just fucking catch an egg and just go. <laughs> I would slide into the boards and I'd be over. <laughs> it's okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to go on either at a time or on a day where like there's not many people so we don't wipe out and take someone out. And we don't have anyone impeding. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be my my luck. I would just wipe out. <laughs> just wipe that out. Some little kid got some phone you get taken out. McDavid was also slower than uh, Chris Kreider. Yeah. Chris Kreider was the... Yeah, he really... F Chris Kreider was third, because... Chris Kreider... Kempe... He's quite fast. Was... <laughs> I mean, I don't think people think of it, like, you know, fastest guys are, like, on Matt Barzell and kind of McDavid and whatnot, but... Yeah, but he... He, he can't he, be up there. He's fourth. Yeah. No, McDavid's fourth, but you, you yeah, you were... Yeah. Yep. But, uh... Yeah, so that one, he was, I mean, that was, like, regular as it was last year. That was entertaining. Yeah, but no, but, but McDavid was, is, was, this is his slowest all-star fastest oh. skater competition. Hmm. Like, ever. Yeah. That he's I been. mean, he won three in a row. Then he lost last year to, last year, the last one, whatever it was, uh, to, to Barzell. And then... Yeah. Which, like, that was funny, too, because like, you could see how busy he was. Be, like, you know, they go in not caring, and then they get into it, and they're like, I want to win. What? 
it's kind of crazy though to see because I'm, I'm looking at his times right now for his years. He's like 2017, 1331, 2018, 1345, 2019, 1337, 2020, 1317. So like Matt Barzell was just about 13 seconds for this whole thing. And then you, then you look at this, the, the times this year and the fastest was 1355, 50, 55, yeah. Which is, it's like, it's just like a whole, almost a whole half a second slower. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Which is great, I don't know. It's probably with all the COVID stuff. Probably. And They're probably not as conditioned as they were when the SBVC was, yeah. you know. I don't know. Um, And I also think, I think the, some of like the commentators are saying um, that it was a bit, like the air was like, drier, something along those lines, so it was like harder to breathe maybe, I don't know. Um, I, I couldn't tell you that, I've never been to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what goes on. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, that's all I know about yeah. Vegas. I mean, one of the All-Stars coaches, All-Star game coaches, I forget which one it was. But uh, he was like, I'm a bit hungover for this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw that interview. Yeah, I saw that one. I was like, that's the way to be. Exactly. <laughs> they, got, they got time off. They're not Just have some fun. So, you know. Yeah, well, no, that's that's a good segue because I was going to mention, did you watch any of the women's hockey? In, I haven't watched Olympics? any yeah. of the Olympics, not even hockey. Okay, um, well, you're slacking, because I watched... That was this weekend? I watched the recap of their first game. Oh, uh, yeah, it was this Yeah, so then I watched the Yeah, and then I watched the women's play uh, the Swiss, and they blew them out 5-0. All five goals happened in the first period. Didn't... Who blew it? I know, like, it was like 8 nothing. Who was... Who played? There's one of the games that was like 8 nothing. I forget who it was. Maybe it was like Canada I think it was Canada Swiss. and somebody else. Yeah, I know there was. That. I do remember that. But I was going to mention, though, with the women's, it's like funny to watch. Not funny, but it's interesting to watch that game after watching, you know, the NHL season so far because I totally forgot that women's hockey, there are no body checking. Yeah. It is not allowed. Yeah. And I like was like watching the game, and I was like, "Why? That was a perfect. What is it? like? Why aren't you like? What's going on?" And then I was like, "Oh my god, right? They don't do any body checking whatsoever. Like it's a penalty. Like if you if you if you do any any sort of body check, you know, you get two minutes for for in the box for that." And I was like watching this, and I was like. I was like, wow. So I looked it up, and it's like very mixed on what, whether they really want it or not. Yeah, it's. They were saying that like. Kind of similar to women's lacrosse with the, like you can't, like everything else. Okay, is women's the lacrosse same. is like another hit. level. Yeah. Women's lacrosse is a whole totally different level of you can't touch the oh, other yeah, person. Like you cannot literally insane. touch the other person, which is like what. But like at least with, with the hockey, I mean, you're allowed to. You're allowed to angle them off. You're allowed to kind of do like a quick little hip type of thing, but you just cannot actually physically do a body check into the boards, which I think there's pros and cons to it. I think the pros is it's really nice to actually see the skill that is involved in hockey because you're not worried about just taking body all the time and you're not worried about like 
being pushed off the puck because somebody's pushing you into the boards, you know? It's literally like all this, you get to see this very fast-paced playmaking. And that and it like highlights the, the, these professional women's, like all their skill that they have, which is a lot. It's incredible to watch. The only con is I think that it could be a bit more entertaining to see somebody. I'm not saying like you have to be like the NHL where it's just like constant hit after constant hit like in the, in the boards. Like I'm not saying that. But I think it would be a bit more entertaining to see some more. Not that the game isn't physical. The game is, of course, physical. But I think it would be a, it'd be a bit more entertaining to watch a little bit more phys- physicalness. Physicality, that's the word, physicality, <laughs> um, coming from these women. Because I know they have it, but what I was, when I was reading up on it, um, they were saying that that wouldn't really be a problem for the U.S. and the Canada teams. Like, um, for women in that regards, it would be pretty easy to impl- implement body checking into those, um, into those types of teams and stuff like that and organizations. But apparently... Europe, you know, any place across the ocean has never had to deal with that in terms of like women's, obviously the men's is different, but women's has never had to do that. And they were saying that it would be a whole lot harder to implement that for these other teams. And that's also why they're not implementing it because those teams would be so far behind the U.S. and Canada in terms of how to, how to manage it and how to deal with it and how to like teach it. Um, so at this point, it's, I mean, the game is good the way it is for women. Um, you know, I think I'm just biased. But uh, like I said, I was watching these women, and, it, and they're incredible. Absolutely incredibly skilled players. I, I, there's no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Oh, you yeah, know? we saw in the last All-Star, like when they had the well, like USA versus Canada game before like the skills and everything. Um, you could say it, like it was entertaining. They, it's, it's hockey, it's hockey, it's hockey, and the only difference is the checking, which there are some people that have an issue with it. I think, I mean, I haven't seen much of women's hockey now to really say one way or the other. I mean, obviously, yeah, it'd be more exciting to see the big hits and everything. Um, but like you said, the, the skills also, like it's going to be there regardless of which you know, men's or women's you're going to watch. Um, and isn't there, like, health-related issues with it, too? Like, women are, like, more easily... Uh, yeah, so the other problem with the checking is that women are more susceptible, like, biologically, physiolo- physiologically, are more susceptible to concussions, and they also take a lot longer to recover from concussions than men. Uh, the idea is, you know, partially because of um, just how the women body is, and also because of the fact that women have, you know, naturally they have less muscle mass to them, and with men and women, the idea is that if you have really strong muscles, like necklace specifically, um, that you have a decreased chance of getting concussion because you're able to, s- to stabilize your head more and you don't get like whiplash effects and things like that mm-hmm. and so obviously women have less um, muscle mass in terms of that as well I mean obviously they're not being hit by a man 
So there is the give and take with that. They are still getting hit by other, other way less, um, less mass to them as well. But yeah, the the idea is that like they biologically and physio physiologically are more susceptible to concussions and recover slower than men do from them. So yeah, and I don't know. I guess we'd have to see. Kind of, I'm sure there's something that they may may or may not come out. I don't know. But kind of like the Olympics, like viewership and um, how many people are watching, like each game and everything. Like I don't know how you track that, but I'd be curious to see. Cause I did hear something like when it, it first came out, like oh the men aren't going to the Olympics, like the NHL players. Um, like that one guy was saying, like it could be really good for the uh, the women's game because then more people because not seeing best on best in men's, you know, we'll go watch the best on best like with the women's team. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I haven't seen a single thing of the men's hockey. Yeah. I have not watched it. I mean, I think there's. I've watched. I mean, there. A little bit of excitement for the men's because there's still some, you know, big prospects on teams, um, but it's still not. Well, yeah. It's only like yeah. maybe a slight more than it was when they first announced that the. Like I don't have much more of a desire to watch it than I did when they first announced how the NHL is going. Um, like maybe a little bit, just you know, because like there might be some players that could be fun to watch that are just like oh, there's like a prospect or a big prospect that maybe coming to the, the league soon, and see how he does on you know the big scale. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched too much of the Olympics at all in general, but... I've been, I've been watching mostly the snowboarding and stuff. Yeah. What the, the whole live situation is for, at least for us in the U.S. Because most of the events are, like, from 9 till like, early... Early... Oh, excuse me. Early morning the next day. But, yeah, I mean, when I was... Uh, I was looking at um, stats on, like, the... I'm sorry, we're off topic again, but like on the stats on the Winter Olympics. So in the Summer Olympics, the way that they rate the danger level of those sports is by how many injuries occur. You want to know how they rate the dangerous level of Winter Olympic sports? Take a guess. Like which? If you get it wrong, you drink. Like which sport is the? Just in general, yeah. Like the, like the danger level of the sport, of any individual sport. Yeah, I'm gonna say... Oh, what's the, the skiing event where you jump off like the huge ramp? No, I'm not asking which one is the oh. most dangerous. I'm saying how do you think they rank and like rate those sports? Like compared to the like, summer or...? Just in general. So like the Summer Olympics, like I said, is rated by how many people get injured in that specific event. What do you think is, is the criteria for winner? Um, it's, it's not the same? No. Yeah, how many people like die or something? <laughs> yeah, really? it's how many people die from that sport. Jeez. <laughs> so while you're in the summer, you're having a good time, you just can get injured, but in the winter, it's how many people have died from this sport. Jeez. 
Then this is the, I'd imagine that that's, the skiing that's how one, they rate. Uh, the one with like they jump off like the ramp. I don't know if you saw that movie, Eddie the Eagle. I think no, I think the luge one. The one where you're just like on the freaking board and you're just like flat, like yeah. coffin style down the damn. That one, but also yeah, like that, that ramp for like the skiing where they go off the huge jump. I don't remember what it's called, but Al- alpine skiing. Yeah. Or ski jump? I don't know, Something there's two like of them. That. Nordic skiing? There's one that's like Nordic skiing too. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called, I don't know. but the it's like... But I know what you're yeah. talking about, yeah. Where they just like fly in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It's a like... I'm it's gonna, insane. Let's look that up. I want to see what it is. So I, I think it's like the like Take Everybody... Everybody, <laughs> everybody take your bets now. <laughs> if uh, you get it wrong, you drink. Let's see. Most... So lock in your vote here. What do you got? I'm going. I'm going my vote. My my sport, the skiing one. The skiing one. All right, I'm locking in the loot. The protection with that one, like with the luge, it's kind of. I'm doing luge. All right, everybody, lock in. All you viewers, lock in your votes. I'm about to tell you. Let's say. Most dangerous winter Olympic sports. Let us find out. From theculturetrip.com. Let us see. Let us see. Oh, it's just saying that they're dangerous. Hold on. (laughs) Another website I have to go to. (laughs) Thank you for that. What is the most dangerous Olympic sport? Yeah, really. I don't know. Maybe because they rank the dangerousness and how many people die. I don't know. They might give it away, but I could be wrong. Well, apparently they had to rely on, I don't know if you saw this, but they had to rely on artificial snow for all of them because they just, like, it wasn't... I did hear that, yeah. ...cold enough or they didn't get enough snow and everything. Um, So it's, like, purely artificial with their... Okay, so you might be right. You might be right. (laughs) It says from Yahoo Sports. (laughs) So I don't know how we feel about Yahoo Sports, but Yahoo Sports says, putting it bluntly and as clearly as possible, the most dangerous Winter Olympic event. It's basically anything involving jumps, skis, snowboards, and speed. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> half the events. <laughs> so I guess I was wrong when it comes to... Yeah, because I... Because oh, you, you can get more injuries from it. Not, not necessarily like death, but a lot more injuries from it. Yeah, because I feel like you're going off like... If you're going off huge jumps, like one wrong move... Face plan or something, you know? Get in bed. Yeah. Like, I'm sure injuries for all winter sports are insane. I mean, like, hockey's in there, so obviously. Um, And it definitely, like, I feel like it's definitely more so than uh, summer, absolutely. Just because of all, like, the jumping and and everything. Yeah. That's true. At least, like, more serious injuries, I'd imagine. In winter? Yeah. Are you saying? 
Yeah, I can agree with that. Because of the jumps and yeah, you mess up something, land on your arm way late, you know. Which I'm sure you get a lot of that. Like, yeah, it's definitely a lot more stuff, but It just like seems like you're falling from a greater height. Gymnastics. Wow. Hmm. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Gymnastics. Oh gosh. Oh, it's been a long day. Um, gymnastics for sure is like insane, insane injuries. We haven't really talked about the all-star games yet. So what do you know about that? Um, what you got for me? Uh, I didn't get to watch too much of it. Um, I got to watch a little bit. I didn't get to watch any of the Atlantic Central. Um, See, I did watch that one. I got to watch it portion of the Metro um, Pacific one. That one was, I mean, clearly the players just didn't care, so it was like, it was still entertaining in that, you know, you could, like you said, with like the women's game, you can see them pull off more skills and try things they would never do in a game, because they know that they're going to get slashed or absolutely rocked. Um, so, that like, that was fun to watch in that aspect of it. It's like you're trying crazy skills and doing stuff they never would do in a regular game, obviously. Um, but it was still like so obvious that the players like, yeah, just didn't care. Which is like, why would they? Like, grand prizes, they split a million dollars each. Well, not each. Get them to the charity. They split the million dollars. It's so. for the... How many players? It's for the charity, though. Yeah. It's not to them, it's to their charity of the choice. Well, yeah. But, like, it's, like... You know. It's not... Like, it's, it's an incentive, obviously. You, you don't want to win for your charity, but... Like, it's not a... Like, it's, they like, could contribute more on their own than they would get from that. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I can see what you're saying. And also, they're not going to risk, like, even, like, apart from that, like, the attempt to, like, you know, win, um, like, winning money and whatnot. Like, that, I'm sure that's a small thing that they're not really thinking about that during the All-Star break, but, um, or, like, even to win that. But, like, with the, they're not going to risk getting injured the regular season. Because it's, like, in the middle, like, if it was, like, like, how football has it, where they have it. Think of the guys who are, I mean, I from what I can hear, from what I can, what I've heard and what I can tell is that, like, you know, football players don't care about it, but they have the Pro Bowl, like, after this, after most of the teams are done for the season, there's only... They, f they do it, they did it last weekend, like, they did it the same weekend as, as... Yeah, so it's like, they the do it the weekend which, before Super Bowl. Before Super Bowl, yeah. yeah so which also means that those players in the Super Bowl aren't necessarily going to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> oh yeah, they're not going to go out of their way and try hard, but like, yeah. maybe the other players aren't, like, at least injury-wise, they're not so worried about it, you know, where like the NHL players, obviously, they're, they're middle, it's right in the middle of the season, they're not going to care, they're like, just get me out of here, like, I got voted in, and I'll get up, I think you get a, like, a one-game suspension or something, if you don't go. So, like, there's yeah. only yeah. incentive for them to go, but it's, like, not get a suspension and miss any games. Um, 
Right. So, like, apart from, like, it being a nice break, I, mean, I don't think they really care. Yeah. Oh, and also, like, the oh, other skills that we've, skill we forgot about, um, was the... Well, actually, there's two we forgot about. There was the one where they played blackjack, but you had to shoot the card you wanted. That one was entertaining, not so much. I must have missed that. Yeah. I know, I don't recall that at all. That one was entertaining, not so That's much not for the actual game itself. Like, the game, like, it was, like, honestly kind of lame. But the guys who <laughs> were there and, like, the, the, the reporters who were, like, talking about it and talking to the guys about it um, who were playing, like, that was funny. Like, kind of all their rapport and um, kind of them just... I mean, it, it honestly is just for rapport. It's really just to, to like, learn more about, like, wh wh what the guy is yeah. off the ice. But yeah, it was nice to see their, that they actually have personalities, not just, like, you see after the game. It's, like, or, like, in the middle of the game, in between periods, like, we're going to get the books and the, you know, like, same kind of yeah. stuff over and over. So it was, like, it was nice to see their um, personality. Yeah, Ber uh, Bergie brought his kids. He, he had his three kids, yeah. his two sons, and his daughter. Kid wanted to get Zamboni. I didn't see like he wanted to, he really wanted to see the Zamboni. So like <laughs> Sam Coast was trying to do his press conference, and he brought his son with him, and his son was like, "I want to see the Zamboni." And he's like, the reporters are trying to ask him questions. He's like, "I want to see the Zamboni." He's gonna repeat. It's cute. Some water. <laughs> Drink some water. Yeah. Just to get him to shut up yeah, <laughs> for a minute. Yeah, he's he's used to being he's he's a kid of a of an NHL all star. He's used to all that all that stuff. All he wants is the Zamboni. Yeah, that's like, like he can start go ride on it. Yeah, this kid already can can freaking skate laps around the two of us Actually, I don't at five years old. Like, because I showed a video of him skating with him, he was like holding on to him. I don't think, I don't know, he, he might oh, I, he doesn't him, know how to like, skate yet. Um, okay. So, well, it doesn't matter. Give him give him a year, he'll, yeah, he'll exactly. start skating on As soon as he starts skating, in like two gonna, seconds. It's <laughs> <laughs> insane. And then the last one was like they were on that big fountain um, in front of the Bellagio. And they had, so it was kind of like they were in this big, so like they had it kind of shaped like um, a hockey rink, where it's like they had the, the two dots in front near the goal, they had the goal, and then they had um, center right, and then the two of the smaller dots near the blue line. Um, so they had like little, like the dots near the blue line were like little targets, they would like sauce it off like that center circle into it. And then they had like the the dots near the goal where like the uh, sauce into there. It's much bigger, so it's easier. But like, I mean, it's still like to get it where it wasn't sliding off. It was. I'm sure. I'm, I'd imagine it was quite difficult. But and then yeah, it was like kind of confusing. They didn't really like. I might have missed like when they were explaining it, but like. I think they had to go kind of go around, but at times it's like they would just do like the small target, the big one, goal, and then the other big one, and then do the other small one. I don't know. It was. Yeah, it was gonna I don't think they knew what was happening. Hmm? <laughs> 
said, I don't think they know what was going on. Yeah. And they also had, like, I feel, I feel like half the time the they just like make these things up. The, they had to like smack the buck with their stick to light it up and then shoot. Whereas like, so there's many times when they were trying to do that and it's like, it's timed. So it's like they're trying to smack it and the light wouldn't work. <laughs> so it's like we're losing time because the buck doesn't, the buck's broken. I don't know. It was, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they could have figured trying hard enough, but. <laughs> Pipes and how much shatter. Yeah. Um. It was. I mean, it looked like. The event itself was like. Eh. But, like, I feel like if we were to do it, I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. It would be extremely difficult because you have to sauce it off over water into the other one and not, you know. Oh, you mean us as in the regular, the average Joes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think it'd be fun. Uh, you know what I think you should do for your All-Stars? You should have, like, um, average Joes, like, guests come out and do it first. So you can see, like, an average person trying to do what these All-Stars can do. That's what and then you get a, a better, like, representation of it all. <laughs> yeah, I forget who, who I was listening to. I think it was a comedian. He's just kind of talking about how, uh, like, the Olympics, they should have, like, one random person join the event. Oh, yeah, I, I heard, yeah, yeah, I think you heard you talk about this so before. So you yeah. can see, like, yeah. it's like you have the Olympians, and then you <laughs> see just it see, versus the average an average see how person. much better they are. <laughs> like, how much, you know, in the 100-meter dash, it's like, how much faster. No, you imagine having somebody, you know, beer belly dad running down the 100-meter dash with Usain Bolt. Yeah, so it's so that'd be cool to see like kind of average judge, or at least maybe not like while the players are doing it, but like maybe either before the event. I'm saying before. Or, like, a I'm saying like um, or something have like a bunch of people, and then like kind of televised replays of stuff. It's like here's what you know this guy did, and or like he won this contest to get in to be able to do this, and then. This is how he fared. Yeah, I was just thinking like they would go right before the they like yeah. before their time for the event would go. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. then it's like fresh in your mind. You're seeing this guy just like trying to sauce a puck and it's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see the NHLers just go whoop. There's a bucket. Yeah. There's another one. <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. It was a bit more. It's Vegas, so it's a bit more gimmicky this year. I felt. But, uh, you know what? The, I, I feel like from now, it's like the a lot of the commentators are saying, you know, should really show off these guys' personalities. So I think they want to kind of show like, oh, these guys aren't just you know, what everyone like makes fun of. It's like, oh, they're all the same guy, you know. <laughs> so it's like I think they're trying to. So it's like, oh, these guys, you know, they're different personalities and everything. So, which yeah, is I which will be better for marketing and getting people to actually like the different players even if you don't like support a team like i was like oh i like that guy so i'm a fan of that team or whatever you know some of the skill stuff is probably really yeah. fun to watch especially coming from us who where we like couldn't imagine yeah, doing just any of some, stuff some yeah yeah some just basic beer league rec league type situation we're like oh yeah i can do that and then like you watch me like mm, maybe mm. I don't know. Maybe not. No, not a chance. <laughs> they can't actually they make do that. Easy, but <laughs> Freaking chance.
to just make it look so easy. It's so effortless. It's just like second nature. It's like, yeah, I go, whatever. <laughs> blindfold me, why don't you? <laughs> just blindfold me and yeah. I'll just pull off this insane move and just... Well, he wasn't fully blindfolded. He could see through that. Oh, yeah. Fully blindfolded. He 100%. couldn't see a single thing. I mean, I forget who he is with. I think it was him and Jack Hughes. They're doing... They're I'm um, doing an interview after, and he's like, oh yeah, I was blindfolded, and then he kind of chuckled afterwards. <laughs> so like, oh yeah, totally oh, blindfolded. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't see a thing. <laughs> I, I, I like Tyler Seagrass. He's not in my team, but I, I think he's a great kid. I honestly do. I think he's a great guy, and I think he just has, like, so much fun. Oh yeah, it's... it's with... He's a, definitely, it's like, it's like a kid out there. I mean, I mean, he technically yeah. is, but, I mean, not really, but... Yeah, what is he, like, 22? I don't even think he's, I think he's like 19 or something, but. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. All right, well. Like, <laughs> I don't think he was drafted too long ago. What was I doing when I was 19? Oh, that's right. I was stressing over college. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the NHL, making millions of dollars. Just... I was too busy freaking buying 99 cents ramen noodles to cook in my dorm room yeah. on an illegal hot plate <laughs> no I used a I used no you know what I used I didn't use a hot plate because obviously it was illegal what I used was those automatic you know um, shut off ones for the for the water boilers like those tea kettle things that have like the automatic shut off thing because those are allowed and so I would use that you know okay so I literally put water into those that tea kettle thing and I'd put the ramen noodles in, and I would turn it on so that it would boil it as if it was, like, boiling for tea. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'd make my ramen in a, in a literal, like, electric tea kettle thing. Because <laughs> I was like, well, what else do I got? Pretzels and peanut butter? <laughs> I heard about <laughs> like, using, uh, like, a microwave. So he put, like, he had a bowl, he put the ramen in a bowl, he filled it up with water, and then he stuck it in the microwave to do this. <laughs> do it that way honestly that was that was probably faster and easier yeah. although he didn't he filled <laughs> it up so it didn't like cover the ramen and then he you know he cooked it and then you know obviously the top's still out of the water so it's not gonna cook he, he adds he, some crumbs he kept doing it because he's like why isn't it you know why isn't cooking all i do is like oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, some people are book smart and some people are street smart. He obviously just didn't have a lot smart. of common sense on him. <laughs> uh, my, my, my buddy, he doesn't even cook his ramen. He'll just eat the raw noodles with the spice packet on. Jeez. <laughs> he, he, he's, like, he's like, that's a good snack. I'm like, what? what you? He was, I was in an airport with him. I was in the airport with him. And we had a, a layover. And... We're all pulling out like normal snacks to eat before this flight, mm-hmm. and this kid pulls out a, a ramen noodle packet, and we were like, what are, you, "What are you doing with that? Like, where are you gonna cook it? Like, what's go? What? We're in an airport." And he goes, well, "I'm not gonna cook it." And we we're like, "Did you just decide <laughs> to throw that in your bag? Did you forget <laughs> it was there?" He goes, "No, I eat it raw." And we were all like, "What? Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just..." I just like opened it and he started doing it. He opened up the packet, he got his like noodles out. He, he kept the noodles like in the bag. He took the spice packet out. He opened the spice packet, dumped it in, shook it around in the bag, and then took out the raw square block of oh noodles. God. 
and started eating it. <laughs> like, it was like a rice cake or something. And he was just eating it. He was just having, he was like, just sitting there having a grand old time. We're all just staring at him like we're, I, we don't know this kid. We don't know this kid. This is illegal in some somewhere. So this is illegal. <laughs> I don't know him. It's like the Uber calls, but you don't even have a bowl to put water in. So you just gotta eat the package wrong. <laughs> like I don't know. He's. I just remember, like there was like six of us, and we we're all like, "What are you doing? You could have had any other regular airport snack, and you brought raw ramen." Yeah. It was, it was a good time. It was hilarious. Not to put him on blast or anything. But cook your ramen. <laughs> cook your ramen. I mean, hey, I haven't tried it raw. He swears by it. Like, swears by it. So, maybe I'll have to try out raw ramen. Mm. Maybe I'll just do it. Maybe at some point. And then and, and I'll have to report back ne next episode on whether raw ramen is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like similar to people who, you know, like eat the raw pastas, like chew on the raw pasta. Although, like I'm, I'm, I do that sometimes with the spaghetti. Yeah. I'll take a spaghetti, like a raw spaghetti strand, and I'll just start chomping on that. Yeah. Although it, the raw spaghetti is a lot harder than ramen. So what's your, what's your point there? <laughs> like I feel like it'd be a lot more difficult to just kind of chew on spaghetti. Like ramen, I feel like it's pretty feasible. It can just like it's crunchy, but it's not like really. Yeah, but it's more normal to eat a spaghetti noodle than it is to eat raw ramen. I feel like it's just not normal to He's eat. He's the first person the raw I've <laughs> <laughs> listen. Don't knock it till you try it. Okay. I've tried Sometimes it. you just uh, want something with like a crunch. Really? Sometimes I just like want a crunch. Well, I, like I'm making pasta, and I'll take out a few strands of the raw, and I'll just. Chew on them and crunch them. Chew some crunches. Cook it. Make it al dente. No, I don't want all my spaghetti to be raw. It's not raw. I just want a few. Yeah, but I don't want to. If I'm eating spaghetti with my sauce, I'm not going to undercook it just to get some type of crunch. I mean, there's al dente. Yeah, but al dente isn't crunchy. Well, no, it's not crunchy, but... Al dente is like the perfect... That's like the perfect texture of spaghetti. But I'm talking about sometimes while I'm waiting for it to get to al dente, sir. Okay, I don't have an apple because those are more expensive than pasta. <laughs> and we're on a budget. <laughs> so I'll eat a few of the damn raw Just noodles. Alright, any any listeners one any apple. viewers or listeners can uh <laughs> I'm gonna go to the store to buy one apple. You know how weird that would look? I'd be like one of those an apple. You're gonna do it when you're doing well, a grocery that's show. That's what you're suggesting. <laughs> that what that's what it sounded like to me. You were suggesting I just when I go make pasta, I, mean, I also buy an apple. To. I don't know. I don't want any any viewers or any any, any listeners here. Uh, what side are you on? Are you on on Daniel's side or you're on my side here? Raw pasta as a snack every once in a while, just you know, while you're waiting, chopping, having a good crunch there. Not saying like you're having a meal, just you know, fun little little you're bored and chewing on pasta, or are you like this this weirdo? Or are you just apparently it's an abomination to eat raw raw paste uh -huh. pasta? Yeah, you're weird. I'm not the only one who eats raw. I can guarantee you, well, I'm, I'm the sure only one who eats raw not. pasta. 
but I don't think you're in the majority. You said you're gonna call. You're gonna. Ah, uh, you know what? I think you might be wrong there. I think there are more people than not have eaten, and slightly, at least slightly, enjoyed <laughs> their raw pasta experience. Okay. I, we'll <laughs> I don't know. I don't do it every time, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll have to put a poll up somewhere. Yeah. Are you a raw pasta eater? Do you eat raw pasta? Do you pasta like to chew on raw pasta? pasta cook? <laughs> I'm telling you, don't knock it till you try it, sir. Next time you're making pasta, just grab one or two, and just like chew on it, you know, bunny rabbit style. Just kind of like. All right, you know, I guess I'll it. try it next time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a good time for me. Mm-hmm. Could be my ADD acting up, but it's a good time for mm-hmm. me. <laughs> Let's get back to the original topic here, which is hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just about time that we debut our new segment. It's going to be a fun uh, drinking game. Drinking game slash trivia. Trivia, trivia game, game for hockey. Yes, it is a drinking game. Um, for any listeners or viewers... At home, you can always join in. Um, so basically, the rules are is that we're going to ask trivia questions um, of any type, like hockey rules, hockey slang, teams, mascot, you know, anything in the, in the hockey realm. We're going to ask questions, and if you get it right, you're safe. If you get it wrong, take a sip, take a drink, do your thing. Our tipsy... Tipsy Twigs Trivia, where, which of course the listeners can join in um, at home or wherever you are. Grab your, you should already have your favorite drink with you right now as you're listening to us. Um, and you can as well answer these questions. If you get it right, you're safe. If you're not, you drink at your discretion, of course. If you're 21 or older, please don't be drinking if you're underage. Just putting that out there. All right. First question, Danny boy. A goaltender's blue area where he stands is called what? Crease. Crease, you are correct. You are safe. You is... If a player swings his stick at an opposing player, what penalty is called? Slashing. Yes. Boom. Alright. When a player gets three goals in a game, what is it called? Triple play, hat trick, three timer, or tripod? <laughs> no, it's hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> What's your final answer? Hat trick. Hat trick. You're safe. Safe. What is the minimum amount of players on the ice at any time for one team, counting the goalie? Counting the goalie? Not counting the goalie, sorry. Not counting the goalie. Not counting the goalie, it's three, isn't it? You can't get lower than three. Oh wait, no. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, yeah. am I right? I'm yeah, right. you're right, you're right. Yeah, get that, get that. Get that crap out of here, I am right. Don't make me double, double think myself, overthink myself? What am I saying? So I can guess myself. Second, yeah. Wow, all right, I've been, double I've had myself. a bit to drink. <laughs> listen, listen, I've had a bit to drink already during this podcast. <laughs> so, don't be judging me. Okay. Um, icing is when the puck crosses what? It's when it like you're not past the center center ice. So it's like the red line and opposing um team's blue line and it goes down to the other end. So behind the net. Correct. The red line and the crease. Yeah. With the goal line, like the red Yeah, the red line. Yeah. So it's like center ice. Blue line, yeah, red line. All right, uh, next question is, in what case would a player be thrown out of the game? Fighting without a tie down? Throwing the puck? Offside? Catching the puck? And not a goalie? I mean, I would say throwing the puck. If you're just launching the puck, you'd be thrown out of the game. I, I, I would, I would, I'd be surprised if you were thrown out because you're fighting without a tie down. I don't think that would have. I don't think that. All right. Final answer is throwing the puck because you're not even allowed to. One of the rules in hockey is you can't even, you know, wrap your hand around a puck. You can't grab it. You can't close your hand. Oh yeah, you can't so, catch it. <laughs> but you're not gonna get thrown out of the game for catching it. it just, no, I know you're not. You can catch. You like you can like. Yeah. But if you randomly are chucking a puck, I feel like that would throw you out of the game. Yeah. So that would be my my final answer. Now it's fighting without a tie down. Shoot, yeah. Okay, here goes a string. <laughs> <laughs> Why is fighting without a tie down? Fighting what? without a tie down on your jersey, or if you spear, you can be ejected. Okay, but why would fighting without a tie down? Honestly, I don't, don't know. get that. I don't get that. All right, under international rules, which part of the body are you not allowed to hit? The head, the knee, the no-no square, or the stomach? It's gotta be the head. It's the no-no square. <laughs> it's gotta be the head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's poor sportsmanship to go down there, but... <laughs> Below the belt. You're right, it's the head. In the 2000-2001 season, how many teams were in the NHL? I'm going to get my beer ready, hold on. Because uh, I am so confident I'm going to get this right. 30. It's 30. It's gotta be 30. Cause they Is that your final answer? Added, they added, well, they added the crack in this year. Mm -hmm. what, what, was it, what was the other team that was? Vegas. Yeah. I know Vegas. Vegas cracking. 2000-2001? 30. 30 is the final answer. That's my final answer. Right. I'm not gonna have to drink. Yeah. That's correct. 
That's correct, boy. For you. You need- I, we're doing this until you get to drink once, because this isn't fair. <laughs> this ain't fair. I gotta- I gotta pick harder questions next time we, we do our- What type of penalty is called if a player is found to have deliberately injured an opponent? It's a big game misconduct. Game misconduct? Is that your final answer, sir? Yeah. Incorrect. It would be match penalty. Match penalty would be called and the player would be suspended from play until the commissioner of the NHL rules on the issue. Interesting. Makes sense. Alright. Um, the NHL Hockey Hall of Fame is located where? Duluth, Minnesota. Montreal. Dallas, Texas. <laughs> right here Aroma. comes the beer. I'm drinking again. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know the answer to this question. I'm assuming it's. It, well, it's not freaking Texas. There's no way in hell. There's not even a team in Texas. Get, well, there's a team. There's the stars. Dallas. <laughs> Hold on. Listen. Okay. It's. It's getting. Go get into my head a little bit here. All right. It's. It's got to be in Canada. I mean, what the heck? Duluth. But is it Montreal or Toronto? Okay. Here, here's here's the problem here. Duluth, Minnesota is so close to Canada, it practically should just be Canada. So, <laughs> does that count? <laughs> okay. Is that your final no. answer? No, 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 that's not my final answer. I don't think it's in the U.S. I think it's in Canada. But I think it's in Toronto, because Toronto would have the most, you know, foot traffic there. That's like where all the people go. What am I trying to say? Not people. What am I trying to say? The hockey hub? I don't know. I don't know what no. you're When you go to another place, you're called a what? Tourist, tourist, tourist. Think of the word. I should just drink because of that. I'm going to do that. Mm. But let me just, let's see. What, am, I, am I correct? Am I correct? You are. Thank freaking goodness. But I'm going to drink because I couldn't remember the name Tourist. Uh -huh. You go to another place. You're called a what? Stupid. How um, many more questions do you got? Um, I got probably one more for you. Okay. But I want you to drink, so maybe I'll make it two. I already did <laughs> drink once. Yeah. Why don't you drink? The game is kind of the match. Oh, the game is kind of... Well, yeah. Alright. I, I, I'm going to say... I'm going to say two more. I got two more for you. Because I want to get you on a different one because that one was like, right. the question for you is for the penalty high... Oh, I forgot you know the answer to this, but okay. For the penalty high sticking, what part of the body must the offending player stick contact above on his opponent for it to be called? His head. Ted. What? Ted. Face. Head. Correct. <laughs> Very correct. It's shoulders. Drink. Anywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Anywhere, <laughs> anywhere above, above his head is above him. Though. Anywhere above. <laughs> it contacts. Head, you'd be hitting uh, air. Above his your shoulders. <laughs> I mean, in neck, but you know, basically just your head. If it hits your neck, it's still high sticking. But if it's above your head, you're hitting nothing. You missed the person. You know what? If it hits your, that's 
basically the rule of hit your head. I don't know if you knew this or not, but in anatomy, there isn't anything above your head. Shut up. <laughs> crazy concept, I know, but you'll get there eventually. You know, Trust it, me. it's a not well-worded question. It is a finely worded question, and it got you to drink, so get the heck out of here. <laughs> See yourself out, sir. <laughs> All right. So if a goal displaces... If a goalkeeper displaces his goalpost when the opposing team is on a breakaway before any shot is taken, what happened? What happens? Goal is awarded. Nothing happens. If it's, is it is it intentional, or is it not intentional? Because if it's uh, not intentional, nothing happens. Intentional. If it's intentional, then it's usually a penalty of the goalie, and they get a penalty shot. Right. That's my final answer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's like uh, when. I don't know if you've seen that Henrik Lundqvist clip where he's like so <laughs> mad he's pushing the goal up its. <laughs> up its post, so. Yeah. The, the real veterans know how to do it to make it look like it was an accident. <laughs> my last question for you. Which I think should be an easy one for you, sir. Mm-hmm. Is when a player crosses the opposing blue line before the puck and touches it, what is that called? Uh, sorry, repeat that again. When a player crosses the opposing blue line before the puck and touches it, what is it called? Oh, oh sorry. I don't know that and touches it part like threw me off for some reason. <laughs> Oh, if you don't touch it, you're not off sides, <laughs> technically. Uh, technically, yeah. Because you don't have possession of the puck. I don't how is how is the word is just throwing me off a bit. So I figure we start easy and then kind of ramp it up a bit. Yeah. All right, next question is, well, the final question is, what happens if a single player gets three major penalties in the same game? They're ejected from the game? Put in penalty box for 15 minutes. Put in the penalty box for five minutes. A goal is rewarded to the opposing team. From the game. Yes. All right. So that concludes our our first ever Tipsy Twigs trivia game. And so I hope you enjoyed. Um, I think each week we're going to probably do a little bit more difficult questions. Um, we're also going to switch it up. It's not just going to be the rules of hockey. Um, you know, we're going to make it change up, do a little change up, make it fun, make it new, make it fresh. Keep it interesting for everybody. Yeah, different topics, not just hockey related. Yep, yep. It should be a good time. Um, going to conclude our second episode guys this is crazy I already finished the second episode um, so thanks for tuning in and following us from wherever you listen to your podcast don't forget to follow us on social and YouTube and we'll see you dusters next week see you.